0: You're listening to the pedal pumping podcast, the podcast that explores and celebrates all things pedal pumping. I'm your host Mimi footnip, and I'm a pedal pumping content creator and foot model. And you can check out my website, MimiFootnip.com for more about me. And I'm going to start off this episode with a little announcement. My friend and foot model cute webbies and I are going to be collaborating in April She is coming out to visit me and uh, if you have any custom requests or content requests, hit me up. Uh, You can email me at mimifootnip at gmail.com. Also, my inbox is open for your stories, questions, fantasies, anything you'd like me to share with the community here on the Pedal Pumping Podcast, you can email me about that. And I'm not always great about replying to emails, but I will read them. On the podcast. So um, that. And also, I want to thank my patrons Tevin, Jim Riker, Not a Golfer, Ray Sean, Eric F., Eric J., Cranking Fan, Rocket Man, Havianas Fan, Austin Joe, Major Dave, and Harrison. Thank you so much for your support of the podcast. I'm super excited to read another story this week that is coming from a listener. And. Let's see. Any other announcements? Oh, my Instagram got deleted again. So the Instagram account that I'm using now is called, uh, pedal pumping dot Mimi footnip, I believe at pedal footnip. So if you want to, uh, follow me there, I'm posting pedal pumping, Bits and pieces on Instagram, um, otherwise, all the same usual other places you can find me. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll get into the story. I'm super excited to read it. <laughs> all right guys, back from the break. Here's an email I received recently. Hi, Mimi. Here's another story from the creative mind of a cranking fetishist. Haha. <laughs> this one is fiction, but I think it's clear that I base, the male character on me and i explore a concept that a lot of us fret over the big fetish reveal to a loved one part two has the cranking and is already in the works i'm hoping that you and the patrons enjoy i'm sure we will (laughs) i've already enjoyed the story but now it's time for the patrons to enjoy it as well as all the listeners part one the confession the setting sun blazed into the windshield as captain tom porter drove west away from the airbase where he had landed less than an hour prior home he said out loud with relief he had been away for almost a month flying as one of many pilots on an international military exercise for the last hour or so His spare thoughts had been excitedly devoted to coming home to his girlfriend. Meredith was a few years older than him in her late 40s, and she had the worldly experience to back it up. They had met through a mutual acquaintance, and things had rapidly clicked for them in ways that most people only get to read about. As they discussed life, ambitions, and struggles, such as both of their past divorces, Tom came to realize that behind her sometimes edgy sense of humor, her actual sweetness and emotional intelligence was staggering. This trait also enabled her as a teacher to see and feel the struggles of the second language students in her English class and to explain things in ways they would understand. Physically, she was slightly shorter than him, with blonde streaked brunette hair, a warm friendly face and eyes and a shapely, curvaceous body. And her legs, oh my god. Her curvy-toned legs were such a highlight to him. Meredith had beautiful soft feet as well, which were always kept meticulously pedicured with polished toenails. She already knew that Tom was way into her lower extremities, and in the past summer months, her footwear had turned to sexier sandals, and her outfits had seemed to get shorter. He was craving her presence after such a long trip. She was spending the night with her parents at their anniversary party and would be driving back tomorrow. Every time he thought of her, he felt blessed, but he felt a simultaneous pang of apprehension in his gut. She didn't know about the other fetish that Tom had buried for decades and decades, ever since puberty. The fetish of watching a woman cranking a car that wouldn't start, while pumping the gas pedal. It wasn't as obscure as some other fetishes out there, but it was deeply ingrained in his psyche, and that embarrassed him. Not everyone was accepting of fetishes in general. Suppose that his colleagues or subordinates discovered it somehow. At best, there would be an embarrassing call sign, At worst, the unit's tightly-knit culture could potentially eat him alive. But Meredith, well, she needed to know. She had a right to know. Yet, every time he thought he would tell her, he either chickened out or something else came up. As he drove back to his house, the thought plagued him. "'Some warrior you're turning out to be,' his inner inner voice admonished. "'You can fly and command a crew,' and deal with a plethora of scenarios, but can't tell your girl about your deepest desires? Nice. Very brave, Cap. As he arrived home and settled in for the night, he chatted briefly with her before bed, and he secretly vowed, no matter what, that he would tell her tomorrow, come what may. He wouldn't be able to keep it a secret forever. He may as well know if it was going to be off-putting for her, He had made the mistake of keeping it a secret from partners in the past, thereby denying himself the freedom of having a romantic partner that may very well have understood it. Furthermore, he felt serious about Meredith, and he didn't want to settle down with someone who wouldn't accept his true desires. Life was getting shorter, and there was only one way to find out if this would be possible. Tom settled into bed and turned on a special podcast— Mimi footnips podcast, the only known podcast dedicated exclusively to pedal pumping. It soothed him to hear his fetishes be spoken out loud in Mimi's sweet voice. She normalized it and that was exactly what he needed. His mind wandered to just how much Meredith and Mimi were alike, both physically and as it would seem conversationally, it was uncanny. As the podcast concluded, Mimi spoke a sentence that referred to a pedal-pumping fetishist as blessed. He smiled and with his confidence temporarily bolstered, drifted off to sleep. The next morning, Tom was awake with the sunrise. This was unexpected due to the number of time zones he had crossed on the flight home. He suspected it was nerves. Over a mug of strong black coffee, he weighed his options. There was a strong likelihood that he would stumble over his confession, blush and sweat like a guilty man on trial, and make the whole process very awkward. He began to recall a few laws of learning from his instructor class. The law of effect stated that if a certain emotional state was present while first introducing a concept, then it would be likely to reoccur with re-exposure whether positive or negative. This was why some good student pilots were always nervous every time they strapped into a cockpit, despite their consistent high performance. He concluded that it was crucial to make this a pleasant confession, as he had doubts about being able to do that. The stress would be emanating from him in waves. Ah, fuck it, Tom muttered out loud and switched on his laptop. He had no problem writing about his fetish. Speaking about it was, so far, another story. He started to type until he was spilling his guts about every last detail, the sound of a teasing cranking engine, the sight of a woman pumping the gas pedal in heels and the movements that it transferred to her leg the way a woman would sometimes talk to an engine that wouldn't start, and how it was so much better if the behavior occurred naturally. He discussed how it was intricately tied in with his leg fetish, and therefore why leg-revealing outfits made it even more of a turn-on. He even went as far as to mention specific websites he had gone to, both to view material and to gain moral support, and how he wanted to get a second old vehicle mainly just for cranking. He concluded with how much it would honor him if Meredith wished to partake in his fetish, but how he would be content with just acceptance. The words flowed out of his fingertips like lightning, and by the end he was left with a very honest, thoroughly detailed account of the finer points of his fetish. His phone chimed. Meredith was stopping by on her way home. His pulse quickened. Could he really do this? As he heard the gravel crunch under the tires of Meredith's BMW, he took a deep breath. Fortune favors the bold, his inner voice told him. As Meredith came up to his front step, she squealed in delight as she spied him through the screen door, The couple embraced and kissed passionately. The sensation of her warm, yielding flesh, pressing against him under her thin, floral sundress, made him flush with arousal. As their lips parted, Meredith whispered, breathlessly, "'Oh, babe, I missed you so fucking much.' Tom knew that if they scrambled off to the bedroom like a pair of horny teenagers, the moment may be lost." He gently motioned her over to his laptop, still open on the coffee table, and sat. She kicked off her sandals and patted barefoot over to the couch to join him. Babe, I need you to read something first. And tell me what you think. Meredith's brow furrowed. Um, okay. Tom resisted the urge to panic. Oh shit, she thought it was going to be a bad thing. "'Babe, please don't worry,' he said. "'It's a good thing, at least I think and hope it is.' With a mild expression of relief, Meredith settled onto the couch, crossing her legs as her floral sundress slid up past her knees. She gently rocked her bare foot back and forth as she began to read. Tom alternated between trying to read her facial expressions and staring down at his hands. They were trembling, much to his alarm. Normally, he was confident and in control, but this fetish clearly had the power to bring him to his knees. Meredith continued to read, and Tom allowed himself some cautious optimism as he saw her smile slightly at some points, nod at some parts, and cock her head quizzically at others. He hoped that meant she wanted to know more about those parts and not that she thought the whole thing was getting too weird. Finally, she looked up from the screen. Tom was instantly lost in the depth of her eyes. Within them, there was no apprehension, no revulsion, just love and compassion and the trace of a playful twinkling. Meredith reached up and cradled Tom's face in her hands, her manicured red fingernails gently stroking his cheeks. She smiled softly, her voice barely above a whisper. Oh, honey, honey, I just have one question. Why did you wait so long, and why were you so scared to tell me? Tom blinked. This was going exponentially better than he had expected. I thought you'd I think it was too non-standard, you know, too weird. Meredith laughed softly and placed Tom's hand on her leg just above her knee. The smooth skin felt wonderful against his fingers. Weird? I gotta be honest with you. The way you describe it, and with some obvious sexual parallels, actually, I think it's kind of hot. Tom couldn't believe his ears. Say that again, babe. I said, I think it's hot. I know it's probably a rare kink, but it's not too weird for me at all. I love that you were brave enough to share it with me. Oh, and I do have some prior experience with a very hard-to-start car, so I think I might already understand a few parts of this. Tom raised his eyebrows. Really? Meredith nodded. "Mm Mm-hmm. An old Mustang. In my first year at university, I loved it, but sometimes it took some work to get her started. Tom couldn't believe what he was hearing. He tried not to stutter and kept his voice normal. Did you have to... Meredith finished his sentence with a soft laugh. Pump the gas pedal... Oh my god, so much. On cold days, or first thing in the morning, I'd have to keep holding the key again and again and be all like, pump, 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 really fast. Meredith's description was making Tom blush redder and redder. Added to his arousal was the fact that each time Meredith said the word pump, she casually pumped her bare foot against the carpet as sort of a nonverbal punctuation, causing her leg to bounce under his hand, its warm, soft skin caressing his fingers. She concluded, Most times, if I kept pumping it, I could get it running that way, but sometimes it would just flood. If I smelled gas, I'd have to floor it and crank it for a long time to get it to finally start. Meredith's glass lips curved into a warm yet curious smile as she finished. Is that something close to what you described? Tom nodded slowly and cautiously, added, "'Would you be willing to recreate something like that for me?' Meredith leaned over and kissed his cheek. "'Would it be the first time a woman has done this specifically for you?' she asked. Tom nodded bashfully. She continued, "'Did I ever tell you that I wanted to be an actress when I was younger?' He nodded again, remembering that conversation. Well, I think that answers your question. Fuck yes, I will totally do this for you, without hesitation. Why wouldn't I want to be the focus of your pedal-pumping desires? If it does such arousing things to you, you know, it turns me on to turn you on, right? Tom sighed in relief, laying his head on her shoulder. Thank you. Oh, Meredith, thank you. You're amazing. I was so scared. Meredith kissed his forehead, running her long fingernails through his close-cropped hair, and then gasped. Oh, babe, I just remembered. My aunt and uncle are getting rid of their old farm truck. It's a Chevy from maybe like the mid-70s, I think. We could probably make them a good deal. Could this work for our new pedal-pumping adventures? Tom laughed excitedly. Actually, it sounds kind of perfect for a few reasons. Meredith stood up, smoothing her sundress back down to her knees and proudly declared, Well, honey, you just hit the jackpot. Let me quickly run home for a second, freshen up, doll up a little bit, and then I'll come back for you. We can go for a nice ride and check her out. Tom cocked his head slightly. Doll up, he laughed. You look perfect. We could just leave now if you really wanted to. Meredith winked and bit her bottom lip lightly. Thanks, baby. You're so sweet to say so, but I think for our first time, I want to wear something closer to what you fantasize about. Mini skirt and sexy heels, I believe it was, my love. Tom smiled and nodded, eyes wide like a schoolboy on Christmas morning. As Meredith walked toward the door, she looked back over her shoulder. Nylons? Or bare legs? Tom loved them both, but today he nodded at the word bear, and Meredith gave him a playful smile as she slowly walked out. You got it, babe. All for you. Little did he know, he was in for an experience that he would remember forever. End of part one. I can't wait for part two. <laughs> I love Meredith. Um, I do love that Meredith and I have some similarities. And I I got to say, I love that the podcast is in the story. <laughs> that is the best. I love that. Um, so clever, so creative. You're a really great writer. Um, yeah, I can't wait to read part two. You guys, let me know what you think of this story. Have you ever come out to a partner with your puddle pumping fetish and how did it go and did it go like this i feel like this would be kind of like the ultimate um the ultimate outcome like the ultimate positive outcome right her eagerness and interest and um yeah i love this story it's so encouraging thank you so much for sharing and i look forward to reading part two Y'all, if you have a pedal-pumping fetish, and I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you probably do, you really are blessed. You really are blessed with the with the pedal-pumping fetish. Go enjoy yourselves this weekend. Enjoy some pedal-pumping. Really, I mean, you're really lucky. It's not a fetish that everyone has, and it's not a fetish that everyone understands. But if you have it and you know it, then go enjoy it. <laughs> Take care, everyone. I'll see y'all next week. Same place, same time for another episode of the Puddle Pumping Podcast with your host, Mimi Footnip. Bye, guys.